welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I am your host, Lauren. And I'm Mike. What's up? We're excited. We're going to talk about Urban Legend today. <laughs> finally. From 19... Yeah, finally. I feel like it took forever for, for <laughs> us to do. Um, but yeah, it's 1998. It's uh, We're in horror movie central here in the late 90s. There was a big, uh, big market for this kind of movie, I guess. Oh, yeah. Everyone was like trying to copy each other, too. It was... It was like Marvel versus DC in the comic universe. Yeah, it totally was. It was like Kevin Williamson, Wes Craven versus like everyone else. Basically. And then kind of like everyone trying to bite them. People would pop up and be like, I've got an idea. I've got a script. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is kind of what happened in this one, which is really funny. Um, what was your, what was your, when did you first see this? Oh, God. <laughs> um. I think I saw, well, I think I saw it opening weekend at, um... You saw in the theater? Oh, yeah, 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 totally. Um, I don't know what it was, but back in the day, um, whether it be with my mom, you, Reed, it was, like, something about trying to see it opening weekend was, like, going to a concert. Yeah, it's true. That was kind of a big deal. And if I could get a seat, it was, like, I won the lottery. Like, I won the golden ticket to, like, uh, like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, I don't know why. Movie. It was the nerd in me, I guess. Um, That's cool, though. But, and the extra bonus was like trying to find like the best seat in the house. Not like the first like four seats because like your neck would just hurt. Like, oh, yeah, those first rows. Like the, the sixth or seventh row. And you'd be like, okay, I can see everything. I love how we're talking about movies. Like, we haven't been to one in months because we haven't. <laughs> I'm like, I forgot what it's like to be like in a theater and uh-huh. like. You know, watching a movie. The popcorn at the concession stand. I know. Oh, um, free days. <laughs> <laughs> God. So, wow. Opening weekend. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't remember who I was with, though. I really don't. I I know it was... Probably Reed, I bet. Most likely Reed, yeah. Um, I don't think my mom has seen this movie. <laughs> I know I have a lot of no. mom stories, Um, but... I, I think it was yeah. I think it was opening weekend. This is definitely like B list when it comes to like the '90s teen horror genre. Like it's definitely like not the A list. Oh yeah, this no, is like the B team. This was like shortly after Scream, um, one and two, right? No, one. Um, and well, and two. This is '98. Scream two was '97. Yeah. Um. So, like I said, uh, everyone was trying to copy each other. Everyone was like trying to get that like new horror movie out because you know how like you have your the, everyone wants to try and get something out like in October or like July. So mm-hmm. it's, like, either you get your your romance comedy or your horror. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. And I don't know when did you see this. I think I don't remember completely, but I'm pretty sure I probably just rented it. Yeah. Because I, I definitely didn't see it in the theater, but I definitely saw it like probably in like maybe 99 or 2000. Like I was in high school. Yeah. But I don't remember like, the thing is, is like, this is one of those films that I'm glad we're reviewing because it's like, it's neither one of our favorites. Yeah. But I feel like it's still worth talking about because it has so many people in it. Like, it's got a great cast. I feel like overall, I would give this movie a solid B. I agree. Like, 
Like it's it's not great, but it could be a lot worse. I just feel like the story is a good idea because there hasn't been a story or a film that's been about urban legends because most everyone knows like back in the day when you would hear about urban legends, you know, like there's always someone who told you a story like this happened, like the movie. So it's a cool story. It's not like it's just a slasher for no reason. Oh yeah, I'll st- I I don't know if this falls under urban legend, but I still won't like go under walk under a ladder. <laughs> oh yeah that's like superstition i guess that's more superstition yeah 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 that's more like superstition but it still feels like there's a i was gonna ask you that's in my in my notes where like do you have any like had you heard of any uh urban legends like personally has anyone like actually told you a story and been no. like i heard that one time this happened and this no. happened not really never I- like no one ever did you ever did the bloody mary thing I wasn't. Well, that's not an urban legend, though. I don't know. I don't know. Well, maybe. Yeah, I falls under urban legend. Actually, after this movie, I did try the whole like Bloody Mary thing, but the real Bloody Mary thing isn't what they portrayed in the movie. It's in the bathroom. You have to it's do it in the, the bathroom, bathroom in, in the dark. In the mirror in the complete dark. Yeah, in the mirror. And you have to turn around three times and say Bloody Mary three times. In the oh, movie, we just said it into the mirror. We yeah, in the movie, turn they around. As, like you can go in front of like anywhere i guess you can scream it in front of an abandoned frat house (laughs) and it's gonna be like the ring (laughs) she's gonna like crawl out (laughs) so i don't know um but i i like this movie as an added bonus because it has a female killer that is oh good one yeah that's true and there's so many there's so many people that are just like, oh, it can't be a female. It can't be. Well, yeah, it can. Because yeah, it can. you had like freaking single white female. Um, yeah. I mean, that's like dating. Jason guy. or Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. That was, that was her mother. I know. His mother. Yeah. I totally ruined it because I just said, I just said Jason and I totally pulled a Drew Barrymore when he asked her like, who was the killer in, in Friday the 13th? She's like, Jason, Jason, it was Jason. I saw that movie 20 goddamn times. Yeah. He's like, no, it was the mother. I was like, oh shit. I just fucked it up. I actually said Jason, but it was really Mrs. Borges. But no, um, the I love this cast too, like you said. Um Jared Leto Leto? Yeah, I think so. Um Rebecca Gayhar, Tara Reed, Joshua Jackson, Robert England guest stars as like a professor, which is amazing. so good. Um if anyone has ever seen it, he's iconic for the Freddy Krueger uh, Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. Um most people have to have seen that by I'm, now. I'm sure. At least the even, first one. Even the, the damn reboot. I mean, well, no, I didn't not, see the reboot. No, but yeah, um, actually, um, speaking of, he re- he refused to be a part of that reboot because he was like, "I made this iconic. Why are you trying to replace me?" Yeah, he was like so disheartened by it, but it got made. Yeah, I would. Oh, gross. Um, but it has Brad Dorf, who's the voice of Chucky from the Child's Play franchise. Insane, who's also in Lord of the Rings, which I was watching. Which I didn't know until you told me today. Yeah, right? isn't that nuts? That's that he's awesome. that guy. Yeah, and, the two and then power. As, a, as a geek movie horror fan, added bonus. Um, her this actress uh Danielle Harris, she played the girl who played the character of Jamie from Halloween four and five from like a long time ago. Oh, I didn't see those. Um basically I guess what I read and what I can remember is the character Jamie is Laurie Strode's daughter, who oh. Laurie Strode is 
the sister Jamie Lee, Michael Myers. Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis plays her. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't get the whole timeline because, and I know we're talking about urban legend, but real quick, I don't get the timeline of Halloween because you have Halloween 1 and 2. You have Halloween 3, which has nothing to do with the franchise at all. Yeah, so how was it even Halloween? Was it about Michael Myers? No, not at all. But it's still called Halloween 3. What? So who's it, it about? Is it someone was, else? Um, if I can remember, it's very supernatural of like somebody puts, somebody puts like some kind of poison in pumpkins, like gourds. And if a child touches them, they shrivel up and die. Oh, yeah. An ancient, an ancient Celtic ritual. What? Oh, you're you're reading it. <laughs> yeah, I'm reading like the yeah. synopsis. It says the screenplay was done by John Carpenter, though. Yeah, which is f- freaking weird. It has, like I said, it has nothing to do with Michael Myers at all. But then four and five comes back to Michael Myers' story, but it has nothing to do to do with Jamie Lee Curtis. It has everything to do with this Jamie girl who is Laurie Strode's daughter. So I'm like, how does she like get to have a daughter? Between two and three and four. And oh, yeah. I don't get it. But um, I don't know. Maybe it'll be explained at some point. Yeah, I feel like they're all over the place with that. No, do you place. think, uh, slightly off topic, but still yeah. on topic about horror stuff, do you think that they're going to have Sydney have a kid in the new Scream? That would be interesting. Yeah, because she's old enough to be like married or at least like have a child. Isn't she like bordering 40? She's got well in real life. She's older than that, but in the story, she's got to be like, because wasn't she in the fourth one? Is that the one where she was like a counselor and like lived in the middle of nowhere? Mm-hmm. And that, was that the fourth one? Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, she, she was, was old enough friend. then to have a kid. Oh yeah, like she could. I mean, in theory, but I wonder if they'll give her like a child because then that's something else that she's you know they're gonna like threaten her with. That's true. Like the killer anyway. She had the cousin, but that wasn't like her child. You know, she's yeah, not going to be, like, protecting her. Still don't know or haven't seen any plot leaks, so... Yeah, that's true. It's, like, just happened. They probably I'm really cool. it. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm curious to see it. I, I was definitely saw this movie because I was obsessed with Jared Leto and Pacey. Because this was right during like, Dawson's Creek time. This was... The first season, right? This, I believe, was... At, he filmed oh, after the first season of Dawson's Creek. Oh, wow. Because Dawson Creek yeah. came out in like '98, so he probably filmed that in like '97. Oh wow! So and then that. yeah, he had that blonde hair and cool. Yeah, he had to get rid of it real quick, I guess. Uh huh. Because I I think this was might have been the first. Mo- no, I think he did Cool Intentions first because I think his hair is shorter and more blonde. And in this one, it looks like the it's growing out a yeah. little bit. Like you can see roots. And then I think in the next season of Dawson's Creek, I think he like. They probably dyed it or something because he never had blonde hair in Dawson's Creek. So I guess yeah, they dyed it. Never did, yeah. Yeah, or shaved it. I think he shaved it at some point. Mm. So uh, yeah, it's really funny, but his hair is so bad. Like it just—he has a hat on for like most of it. I oh, think. a little like uh, baseball cap, yeah. Yeah, like I was like, oh, the blonde is too—it's no spike. Like I was texting you, <laughs> I was like, it's not spike. I remember I bought this on VHS. Um, I had the DVD at some point, but. It got lost, or, or I give it away, or something like that. But um, they came out with a, spe- a, a special Blu-ray edition in 2018 to uh, celebrate the 20th anniversary. That's so crazy. Um, which I'm kind of interested in because it has commentary by the director and, um, of all people, Michael Michael Rosenbaum. <laughs> oh, cool! Like he has a really good podcast. Oh, oh, you were telling me about that. Yeah, it's called. I think it's called like. 
inside something it's it's like inside or some inside something and it's uh, michael rosemom he's really funny like his characters i feel like are always an extension of him because the way that he plays this character in here is very much like like i think how he is it seems yeah. a little bit i don't know how he was in smallville because i didn't watch that so was he really serious in, in that show or was he kind of funny you've never seen it no never seen smallville <laughs> might like it it's a different like take on the whole superman thing i don't like superman superman's a bitch batman is my guy <laughs> i don't like superman you know this the okay i, I kind of sort of have a crush on henry cavill now so i'll deal with him as superman but <laughs> i don't like superman and it has nothing to do with the actor playing it i don't like his concept i don't like his i don't like lex Luthor. i just don't like that world i think gotham's way more interesting than like daily planet or whatever the fuck he is it, was it metropolis yeah it's definitely a superman meets dawson's creek though because yeah no yeah i know that with like tom Wing, and he's like, Boys, a and then, and, uh, like his, his scooby gang and it's um yeah so uh michael rosenbaum he plays lex Luthor, and he's bald throughout the whole thing because that's the character of lex Luthor. so yeah lex, yeah michael rosenbaum with hair i'm like it's really interesting to see him with hair. <laughs> oh, yeah. And this, I think, was the time that he was in that awesome sitcom that I used to really like called Zoe, Duncan, Jack, and Jane that had Selma Blair. He was in that? Yeah. She was the lead star. And he w- had a twin sister with Azura Sky or Azura Sky. Mm-hmm. She's like a weird actor. She's in a lot of stuff. She's really cool. They were twins. And he was like the other brother. And they were really funny. And then David Moscow was the other guy. It was like four friends. And they were like, I don't know, like supposed to be like 16, 17 in New York City. But it was really funny. And I think this was around that time. I remember that, that he was in a it. couple of episodes. But um. yeah, it was on like the CW. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely on like the CW or whatever WB because all those people were like WB people except for Jared Leto. Mm. Well, well Rebecca Gayhart wasn't either, but wasn't Jared Leto. He was on a TV show with like seven people or or my so-called life. Oh, that's right. He was on. Yeah. And that was like 94, 95. So he, I heard or I read somewhere that like he wanted to do a different role because my so-called life was still, I guess what most people knew him from. And he was such a like, you know, like bad guy, like kind of heartbreaker, the slow, you know, he like didn't, you know, wasn't very smart in the show. Like he was kind of portrayed that way. So I think he wanted to be like, okay, I want to play someone who kind of has it all together. Because he is like a reporter and he's, you know, intelligent and everything. So he acts a little bit different than he has before. And he's not just like a dumb heartthrob <laughs> in it anyway. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, it's kind of funny. And then he does like Requiem for a Dream like right after this. God, and Fight Club. Like Fight Club right after this too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of funny <laughs> that he thought that way. Um, Do you have any behind the scenes notes? I don't have too many, but. I don't have like crazy amount, but. um. Just like my, just like our, our, our last, um, episode, your last episode, I should say, um, in no particular order, um, the movie was major, majorly, uh, filmed in Toronto, Canada. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. It began filming in the spring of 1998 and then released that same year in September. Um, so it was like very fast to, to come out. The director, um, the director and cast would always start singing Paula Cole's uh, song from Dawson's Creek. Oh my god, I love that scene where he put it on the car. And like, hit the set. They were like, I don't want to wait. And he's like, oh It's so funny. Um, And then I have a note that says Rebecca Gayhart got sick one day after um, cramming a bunch of those like pop rock stuff. Because like, they a bunch of scenes like that. 
um, with the pop rocks and soda. She said that um, I, I was watching a, an E interview that she was like, oh, I couldn't um, act for like a day and a half because my stomach hurts so much. Oh my God. Because um, I had to do like a couple of different takes on it. Wow. Um, I hate pop rocks. I, I can't. Oh, I like them. I I've never had them with soda though. I have to say that was one that I heard. That was one urban legend that I really heard. And uh, yeah, yeah, same. That I was, I was like, like, can't yeah, have no. it. And the one in the back seat, I heard. Yeah, I'm yeah, the one in the back seat. Um, and then what was it? These are all based on real urban legends. Mm-hmm. And then, um, except there, for a few, like I, I will get to there. We'll get there. Oh, I have some questions cool. of some of them. Um, I just have two more. Um, Jared, Michael, and Josh were like the pranksters of like the whole entire movie behind the scenes i can so see this yeah they would always like try and scare the girls um no matter what i mean if it was just like a little pop-out scare here and there but i mean you know you're you're, guys do that do that exactly um and i mean while you're on set have nothing to do (laughs) like why not yeah why wouldn't you but um and then i heard that sarah michelle geller was supposed to be in the movie but um Joss Whedon and company wouldn't let her due to like Buffy scheduling conflicts. No. Yeah. I think she would have been really good as Natalie. I thought Natalie was quite boring. So much. Anyone would be so much better. Yeah. She was definitely like a a boring casting choice. I have to say. Yeah. For that. I I was just super. I feel like she just isn't like, I just didn't believe anything that was happening to her. She's very like overly dramatic, but in like a weird way. Well, and and here's the thing that pissed me off was that like, and I don't know much about Alicia Witt because I think this is the only thing I've seen her in. But she was in that show Sybil. Do you remember that show? No. Oh, what? Uh, Shepard. Yeah, it was a it was a um oh, she was a sitcom. Yeah, yeah, she was a daughter. Oh, yeah. wow, that's right. Oh, yeah, wow. that's the only thing I've seen her in. Oh, um, but I don't I don't know. So like. Is it? Oh, she was in Twin Peaks. We're gonna get roasted. People who like Twin Peaks, okay. She was in Twin Peaks, but I've never seen Twin Peaks, so yeah, I wouldn't know. So apparently, she is in a lot of things. The thing that pissed me off was like either either they got a boring actress or they wrote the character as boring. Mm -hmm. So I'm not really sure like where the line is, but they could have given the character more lines or better attitude or yeah i don't know it wasn't a well-written female character i have to say definitely not yeah definitely not i think they could have either gotten someone else or just wrote it a little bit better yeah i guess um and then one more added bonus was that like um the director jamie blanks he's a Mm -hmm. halloween fan and had to have that girl danielle harris like i told you um oh cool he was like i just need her to play something I've noticed that a lot, it's really cool that in some horror movies, they're like nods to classics. Oh, yeah. Like even in the faculty one where they had the girl from Carrie, like the woman from Carrie. Oh, yeah. Was it Piper Laurie? Is that it? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like they have, and then they also, they had like, they had a, someone else too, but like they have some nods like of people who are in really famous horror movies. And this one has Robert England. Which is massive. Fantastic. Yeah, which is really cool. It's cool that he did it, you know? I mean, like, he wasn't a major part in the movie, but the part that he did play, even as the professor, was creepy as fuck. Yeah, he definitely... I forgot, because I hadn't seen it in so long, so I forgot who they kind of, like, set you up to think that is the killer. And I was like, oh, yeah, they do kind of make it seem like it's the professor. I mean... Like, all the things kind of lead to him. 
Oh yeah, like what is that? That one scene where it's like Natalie and Jared Leto's character—I can't remember his name at the moment. Paul. Thank you. But they're they're in um, the professor's like uh, his office. His office. Like, yeah, that's one of my favorite scenes. He's, like right there, looking at him. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's like behind the door. Oh like, like, no, it's safe. <laughs> I was like, no, crazy. Do you have any other notes? I have, I think, one thing that you didn't have. No, good. Okay, okay. The director, uh, Jamie Blanks, is Australian, and he did that film Valentine, which I haven't seen that has Angel in it. Oh, with David Boreanaz. Yeah, have you seen that? I love that movie. Oh, shit, I haven't seen it, but it's 2001, so it doesn't fit the 90s criteria, but if we do 2000s, then we'll review it. But I do want to see it. I haven't seen it. No, no, I mean, like, and kind of like this movie, like we talked about earlier, um, I would give it like a, a B or C because it's not my favorite. It's not the worst movie ever. Mm-hmm. But it makes a good like scare movie. Yeah, it's a good fun watch. Yeah. Yeah, I had a good fun watch. And then also the budget was $14 million and it made 72.5. So that's pretty good. For this movie? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. And and there's a reboot plan that they started writing for in February of 2020. And there were two sequels. One, which was called Final Cut. It's like Urban Legends Final Cut. And then the next one was the Bloody Mary one. That one, I, I think, went to DVD. It didn't go out in the theater. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. But you've seen the second one. Isn't Rebecca Gayhart in that one? In the second one, um, she is, but not for very long. Kind of like um, Drew Barrymore's character in Scream. Like she's Oh, that's right. Yeah. Intro. Um, but then I believe she gets murdered by like the new killer of the sequel. In the second one. Um, in this movie in the end, and yeah, I'm going to spoil it, but whatever. Um, you, you, anyone who's listening should have seen this by now. Yeah. I was going to say, you wouldn't be listening to it if you hadn't seen it. I don't think. (laughs) Um, But at the end, she looks like she get, um, Rebecca's character, um, Brenda. She looks like she gets transferred to like a mental institution. Yeah, because she's just, like, in a... Like, in a group uh, of, like, teenagers. Yeah. Or, like, a high school... Uh, college kids, I mean. Like, oh, at the maybe end. Maybe isn't in a mental institution. Maybe it's just another school. Well, no, that's where she is in uh, in the, the end of this movie. Like, yeah. she's sitting around. It looks like the same kind of college oh, like setting wow. that it was in the beginning. And I was like, oh, shit, she's in another school. And she's going to, like, do it all over again at another school. No, then... So, another college then, somewhere. Then, Second one, she's definitely like in a hospital setting. Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah. we don't know how she got there. Yeah, I can't remember. She probably went oh. crazy. Again. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like she had. There has to have been yeah another plot hole. <laughs> yeah, right. Hole you know, full of full of plot holes. Um, and then there's yeah, obviously I just said the two sequels. But yeah, that's about it. I mean, we can get into the movie. Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay. Um, what is well i mean you kind of alluded to what this movie was about but it's about this killer who takes urban legends and starts killing makes them real and makes people freaked out i love this beginning sequence because i wrote opening uh i love that you hear tara reed let's talk about tara reed and the fact that the only role that she has in this movie is like a fucking like she's the biggest bimbo in it like personality yeah like a sex talk radio personality but like in the most weird way like she doesn't give any constructive criticism the girl on the phone is like hey i've been switching my roommate's birth control pills out and and, legend too 
or something. Yeah, yeah, which is not an urban legend. That's just a really cruel thing to do. Like, I mean, I don't know how that would be an urban legend, but it's just so weird that that's the first conversation we get in this movie is that, like, she's trying to, like, the girl's like, yeah, well, my roommate's now, she's pregnant, and I don't know how I'm going to find another roommate. And I was like, what? (laughs) This is her question? This is crazy. And then another girl said she was, like, giving a blowjob to her boyfriend. And she's like, do I need to get my stomach pumped? I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) I was like, this is Tara Reid. Unless, I mean, why would she agree? I'd be like, I'm not doing this. No. I'm so not doing this. And then I also, I mean, later on, I have another interesting note about Tara Reid. And I was like, "Uh, of course. And then I said, okay. Then they flash back to, like, this girl is driving in her car. And I was like, of course she sings awful karaoke in that car. Make it stop. (laughs) Hey, you're in the confines of your own car. You can sing however you want. They, it was bad, though. It was a really bad karaoke. <laughs> was, um, total Eclipse of the Heart. Turn around. Wasn't it turn around? Like, yeah. bright eyes? Yeah. Um, yeah, because, like, they're obviously going to be in the back of the car. So I was like, I've heard this one, too, that you should always check the back of your car before you get in. I See, I drive, I guess. You don't really drive. No, I don't drive, but, like, I will always check the back seat, no matter whose car I'm in really oh i know when i'm by myself i mean i definitely do it but i don't know i never knew if anyone who got in my car like a passenger did i thought it was like a you're alone driver thing like you never know what could happen actually side note is that justin's new car um at the moment i can't remember what it is um, he's another one or is just the same one um he's I mean, Blo- the all black one yeah it's a newish car yeah um, within the year. Oh, okay. It's the same one that I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but it notifies him and it, it says like something about, oh, check back seat. Just in yeah, case. Because people are leaving their kids in the back. What? There there have been people who've left their kids in the oh, back of cars and not known dog. and they've died. I mean, it's it's awful. Yeah, or a dog, yeah. Yeah. Um That's so crazy. But we always make fun of it because we're like, oh, yeah, just in case a killer is back there. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, that's a pretty good uh, safety feature now to have, an urban legend safety feature. (laughs) Um, And then I wrote, of course, she's on a dark road with no gas. (laughs) Like, and of course, it's raining. Like, it's it's everything bad that could possibly happen. And then I wrote, like, all of that stuff. (laughs) Yeah. And then, of course, it's a creepy dude at the gas station who, like, is literally just nervous and just stutters no big deal but she's like freaks out and she's like oh my god he's trying to kill me and lock me in this room like he's trying to help you and then of course like she's like i mean she goes fucking full-on like angelina jolie and like throws the telephone like through the wall and like through the window and like climbs out of the office yeah maces him climbs out of the office i was like dude dramatic much yeah this is so crazy but of course i would probably maybe do the same thing because like women just would do that if there was a crazy weird guy at night I get that. So, so i get it but it's just the way it happened was just like whoa whoa this is super dramatic and then i was like of course he's gonna try to save her and then of course you get that iconic like actually that might be the name of the episode where it's like there's someone in your back seat oh god like yeah <laughs> because that's the way they like so the dramatic time, the first time i saw that i was like oh my god jesus christ <laughs> I know, I was like, oh shit, this is so scary. Um, and then of course there's someone in the backseat who just like I was like, okay, wait, let's let's break this down. So you're in the backseat of this person's car. This is supposed to be Rebecca Gayhart, which we'll find out later it is, but we don't know that yet. But how, why would you decapitate the driver? Wouldn't the car like totally lose control? And everything. Yeah. yeah, you would go like straight into the woods and probably off a cliff. Not the smart <laughs> No, not not very smart. I was like, this would not work. Although, like actually. 
I was just reading, um, side note, is that like there was an original part in there that got cut where um, you were supposed to see her head rolling in the screen. Oh, I was going to think that that would be something. But I guess, I don't know where, and I was talking to Justin about this the other night because he, he watched it with me. And I was like, where do you draw the line if you're if you're a movie company? Where do you draw the line if okay, you know you're going to have a horror movie come out? What is too much horror? I don't know, especially in the nineties. Yeah, like like a lot of times, like I'll watch some things and then like I'll tell someone to watch it, and they're like, "Oh, is it really scary?" I'm like, "If you watch Horror Story, then you can watch this." Uh, like yeah. what they do on Horror Story, like. If they can do that, and that's nowadays, all these things from the 90s are, like, not gory at all. Like, they're not scary at all. It's kind of crazy. I mean, not gory scary. Like, they're still scary. But I remember, like, our concept of gore was, like, it wasn't mainstream. Now the concept of gore is pretty mainstream. Oh, yeah. I mean... Same with, like, Walking Dead. Isn't that pretty gory? Yeah. I mean, like, I fell off that. I think I'm in season three still, and there's, like... Yeah, I couldn't get into it, but it's pretty gory and like Dexter, obviously. I mean, like yeah. tons of things that are like based on serial killers and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the gas station guy. Yeah, I was trying to save her, and then I then I also wrote like, okay, so then we get to like all of the the guys, like the main crew, like sitting around, and it's like Rebecca Gayhart, who's Brenda, and then Natalie, the redhead girl. I do like that she's a red hair though. I think that's kind of cool because you feel like you never see like lead actresses with like red red hair like that except for like Lindsay lohan i felt like it was like an orangey red but yeah it is it's like very red it was cool um and then you have michael rosenbaum is he parker is that his name and then tara reed i forget her name we'll just call her tara reed because that's just way easier (laughs) and then we'll call him jared leto and then yeah jared leto like waltz is in he's not jared leto's not even in the movie that much and he's like the first build yeah yeah, like, he's not in every single scene. And then he, like, comes in, and I was like, okay, he's too hot for this. He's I was like... like <laughs> he's, like, what, the, the school news reporter or something? Yeah, he's, like, the journo. I, I, I kept writing him, like, um, I just wrote journo. I was like, uh, Jared Leto's too hot for this. Of course, there's a frat party that Michael Rosenbaum's talking about that commemorates a massacre that happened 25 years ago at the school. Um, and then I wrote... Celebrate <laughs> Yeah, why would you celebrate that? And then I was like, why does Paul take journalism so seriously? <laughs> like, he, he over-dramatizes that world. Yeah, it's like, calm down. It's like, yeah, a, it's no like one, I don't think any journalism really... Well, especially in school setting. Yeah, when like, it's like a localized just to your school. Yeah. Like, when, is it really that serious? Yeah. But I have to say, if that was something that happened at my school, I guess if it was like a real life murder mystery, I would be like, oh shit, I'm going to be the first one to write about this and probably like crack the case or something. Oh yeah, well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then I wrote, red flag, half the reason, uh, Brenda says that half the reason she went to the school is because of the urban legend. Uh, That's weird. (laughs) Yeah, why? That's, That's really weird. That's kind of strange then i wrote damon aka pacey the hair yikes uh so yeah we finally see him i do love his outfit as a fashion note because i don't have many because this is a pretty like standard boring late 90s fashion film but i did like his layering with that like he has a blue shirt and then he has like a white long john it's very like grungy like underneath the i i I attempted to sport that style too 
Yeah, I, we all did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, and uh, it was actually pretty warm, too. Like, it actually was if you were, like, standing outside in oh, the winter. Oh, yeah. Or, like, or fall. Like, I definitely get why people in Pacific Northwest dressed in that way, because it's pretty warm. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, which I thought was really funny. So, like, he's kind of, like, the ancillary character, but he's kind of in the mix, but kind of not. But I guess he likes Natalie, kind of, sort of. He Not kind of, sort of, he does. He does. Yeah. yeah, he does. And Rebecca Gayhart likes Jared Leto, and he's kind of like whatever. Um, <laughs> he likes Natalie. What? He likes Natalie. Yeah, no, Jared Leto. Oh, that's right. Jared Leto does like Natalie. Mm-hmm. Oh no, Rebecca Gayhart likes Jared Leto though. Yeah, like she's always like, "Was he looking yeah, at me?" They and they're like, little, "They have a little <laughs> like tiff or something that like." Yeah, they're like, "Was he looking at me?" Um, and they're like, "No, he was probably just looking at a mirror." And they were like, they both look up and they're like, "Ugh." Yeah. <laughs> I like, like a lot actually. I was like, that's probably really Jared Leto. Um and then I wrote Natalie's roommate, oh my god, when she was literally like banging some random goth dude. I said this is a lot like Megan from Felicity. When Felicity had that roommate that was all gothy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But they obviously didn't show her like banging lots of random dudes, but it was very much like that. And I wrote, Of course she's into Marilyn Manson. Um was, actually um it was Marilyn Manson, I think, was playing in the background. I think at one one scene, there was Rob Zombie. After this movie, I started listening to Rob Zombie. No lie. Oh, no way. Yeah, oh, cool. Rob Zombie's really good, though. That was my first intro to Rob Zombie. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And she also listens to, like, Stabbing Westward a bit later, which I had that CD. That Ooh, one. I never I on called... thing for that. They're, they're not bad. They're not bad. I'll have to listen again. Yeah, they're not bad. And then um, then you get to their like class, their professor, who is friggin' Freddy. I wrote, Freddy Krueger's the prof. <laughs> <laughs> and I wrote, contemporary folklore passed off as fact. It's pretty good. It's definitely like pretty cool they're talking about this in their class. I want to take this class where I you talk know. about urban legends. This class. Like- yeah, I was like, this is cool. And it's super chill. It just seems like everyone's hanging around. Yeah. That's definitely not what school's like. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I wrote Pop Rocks. Oh, I was going to ask you, have you ever mixed them with soda? I've never mixed them with soda because, like you said, I heard about that urban legend. Um, yeah, so did I. I've tried Pop Rocks on its own. And like I said earlier, like I just don't like them. And they have this weird like aftertaste. I guess and, so. And I like them. I don't like the poppy fizzleness that you feel in your mouth. Oh, I like it. I think it's, it's cool. Weird. Sometimes it hurts. <laughs> that, yeah. Sometimes it like there's one that's like like, like really pop. Like really pops, yeah. Yeah. I think they have like a don't they have like a fruit punch one? They have blueberry, yeah. they have a green one, they have a red one. I love pop rocks. I haven't I had them in a long popular, time. I mean, amongst kids. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know what the kids do. What do the kids do? <laughs> We're old. What Everything is do? about chocolate for me, so <laughs> I like fruit candy. I'm a cherry candy person. Like if I had to pick a candy, it like, wouldn't I be like chocolate. The, um, I like the Starbursts. But, yeah. <sighs> yeah, every co- every color but strawberry. I don't care. Yeah, fight no, me. Exactly. I like the, <laughs> the lemon. <laughs> every color but strawberry. Fight me. So many people are like, oh, strawberry's the best one. No, fuck that. Cherry well, I'll is. Say, I'll take them out of the packet and just like throw them away. Yeah. Yeah, they're garbage. Thank God, they're so bad. And then I wrote, okay, I wrote also good Pepsi promo. <laughs> Oh, like, yeah, crack the Pepsi. I was like, ooh, Pepsi definitely sponsored this. <laughs> um, and then I wrote, oh, why is Pacey still so hot? <laughs> like, and he does hot. that I mean, that really funny thing where he, like, takes it. He's like, I'll take it. And then he, like, starts to foam with the mouth, and then he's just kidding. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> That's pretty classic. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's really funny. And then I wrote, ah, so funny when he's like talking to Natalie about, um, I think the girl who died. Yeah. Is like, obviously someone she knows, mm-hmm. but we don't, we kind of know she's there in the yearbook, whatever. So he's like, do you want to go talk? And they get in this car and like the Dawson's Creek song plays. I love that. That's, that's my 90s <laughs> moment. Yeah. Oh, that is a good nineties moment. That wasn't in mind, but that is a good one. Um, and then I wrote haha Dawson's Creek theme, of course. And then I was like, Oh, of course he becomes like this horrible dude in the car. When he's like, at first he's like kind of, yeah, yeah. At first he's like kind of funny, and then she's like, "Huh, yeah, okay." And then he's just like, "No, but really." I was like, "Okay, what?" (laughs) Like, no. She's like, "Get the fuck out of here! Start the car now!" And he's like, "I have to go pee." I was like, "He's gonna die now." (laughs) Like, I mean, it's kind of like the the uh, kind of like the same thing of like, "I'll be right back. I gotta go pee." No, you won't. You're gonna die. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, "Oh no!" I was like. How okay, this is also a lot of my questions with most of these, which is why it couldn't happen. Is like, how the hell is this girl who's like a tiny, skinny girl, like hoisting up this dude on a rope? In Justin like, asked that exact question the other day, <laughs> and and like tying it to the axle of the car. Like, this is some like, and how do you not feel a rope being tied under your car? Yeah, and you don't hear like anything dragging and like going up. How did she? Like it's not like the rope into like loud ass music or anything. No, and like how do you even hook the rope onto a tree that tall? Like that tree is crazy tall. How do you get him in the hook? Like there it it happened way too fast. This is obviously a movie, but I was like, how did this even happen? Um I never heard this urban legend though, the one about the boyfriend with the car hanging. Yeah. Yeah. And didn't they say this in this was almost similar to Oh, another good uh, crossover. They said this in uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer at the beach. Remember when they're all talking about urban legends? And they're like, and they're like, oh no, uh, it was it wasn't his feet dragging dragging, it was the drip of the blood, like drip, and they're like, No, that's not what it was. And they all like talk about it. Yeah. I forgot about that. That was funny. Um, I wrote I still checked the back seat. Um, like the bathrooms, just in case, like the, the public bathrooms. Oh yeah. Like all the, the different stalls. Oh yeah. Yeah. I definitely like kind of look to see if anything's going on. Yeah, that sounds like a creeper thing, but Hey, it's more of a safety thing for me. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's definitely a safety thing for everyone. Like everyone should definitely check that shit. You definitely don't want to be snuck up on in the public bathroom. No. I mean, we talked about that in the last podcast <laughs> about the shady ass bathrooms. So shady what? bathrooms, what? and also the we also yeah, and we also talked about it on the fear episode when I was talking about it, fear with Charles, where like Mark Wahlberg like sexually assaults Reese Witherspoon in that bathroom. Oh, that's right. Like in fear in the movie, not in real life, people. I mean, in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, it's so crazy. And I was like, oh my god, public bathrooms are sketchy, and like there was someone in there. And I think like when he runs out, she's like, "Oh my god, help me! Someone help!" Well, what was it in? Um, I think it was Rob Zombie's version of Halloween. Michael Myers, like he follows a woman into the bathroom and locks it from the outside somehow. What? Oh, I vaguely remember this. Was this one they? Wait, doesn't that happen in the early one where they? That's how he steals the car. Yeah. Yeah, or is that the Rob Zombie one? I think it's the Rob Zombie one. Oh, okay. Yeah, where it's like that green car. It's like a yeah. big, like, old yeah, yeah. Jeep thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I need to watch this again. I, I 
because now I have a newfound like I I love Rob Zombie. I think he's really cool. No, no, he's he's a genius. Um, so yeah, I kind of want to watch the second one. I vaguely remember watching maybe at your house, and I might have been really stoned, but I was like, what the fuck is this? It was more on the psychedelic level, and yeah, it was weird. Um, said in an interview, um, that he went to a hard place. I don't know what that means exactly when he wrote it, but okay, didn't flow. If that makes sense, he said that. Yeah. Oh, okay. But he filmed it anyway, and it is what it is. Hmm. <laughs> I, I just see it with all the with all these like other Halloweens that are supposed to be direct sequels to the original two. You're supposed mm-hmm. to like forget any of that shit happened, like the Rob Zombie ones, H two O, the yeah, they're like standalone and Tyra Banks. Like you're supposed to forget all of that. Okay, wait, those movies that I brought up, uh, I think in like two or three other podcasts, but that one that I watched with you, or it was like that one with that crazy, uh, like, uh, Halloween, like, theme park where people were getting killed. Oh, yeah. The- that wasn't Zombie, was it? That wasn't Rob Zombie. No. But was that other one Rob Zombie? That weird one out in the 31. desert, that carnival shit? Oh, 31. Yeah, that was, that was Rob Zombie. That was Rob Zombie. Okay. Yeah. But the other one wasn't. What was that one called? Like Horror Night? Fear Fest. Fear Fest. Yeah. Who did that? Um, I don't know, actually. It's a fucked film. Like, that film was fucked. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, like. <laughs> uh, I can't find it. I'm going to look at it, actually. Is that what it's called? Maybe, maybe I'm thinking about something else. Fright Fest. Oh, Fright Fest. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Fright Fest. Um, wait, is this an American Fright Fest? Or is it just Fright Fest? I guess. No, I don't know. Just Fright Fest. Huh. Yeah, I think it's Fright Fest. That's the one where it's like really fuck. Oh, no, Hellfest. I bet it's Hellfest. Yeah. Fright Night? Oh, fuck. We don't even know what the name of this movie is. Okay, no, it's not. It's not American Fright Fest. That's different. That's made with about a long abandoned mental institution that becomes a murderous prison inmate. No, I don't think that's a. I think it's an. It's like a. It's almost like a. I think it's Hellfest. Yeah, this is it. On Halloween night, three young women and their respective boyfriends head to Hellfest, a ghoulish traveling carnival that features a labyrinth of rides. Yeah, yeah, this is it um wow that movie's the budget was only five and a half million and it made 18 it was it was a really good movie it just scared the shit out of me yeah it was fucking crazy I mean, it is yeah it's called hell fest everyone that's what i was thinking about. he really goes for the jugular if he can so yeah oh god okay wait back to the movie so um okay so yeah so then that fucking weird shit happens with damon apparent damon is pacey apparently uh he just like disappears right or does she run back to the dorm no i know she she disappears she tries to get his car started yeah and i think she does and that's when she like runs back to the dorm and that's when she like bumps into loretta divine aka like niecy nash from reno 911 really is the (laughs) nash from screen queens because in screen queens if anyone has seen it i know you don't like it but Nisi Nash plays the campus security on that show. That is so funny. And they are so similar. I mean, obviously, like, Nisi Nash is, like, bolder and will say, like, 
if you call my name three times, I come a running. <laughs> but if there's murder, I go the other way. <laughs> That's so funny. I love Loretta Devine. She's really funny. Um, I love her. I mean, she's from Waiting to Exhale, which is amazing. Yeah. But she's she's really good. And then, of course, they run into her, or Natalie does, and she's like, oh, my God, help me. Like, Damon was totally taken. Like, let me take, tell you where it happened. And then she finds that beer again. She's like, y'all, we're here doing what now? What? <laughs> like, what were you guys here doing? So she's like, oh, my God, it's fucking crazy. So then she, like, goes back to her dorm. And I wrote, how come dorms are so insane in movies and TV? Like, they're yeah, so nice. Like, they're just, like, boring as fuck. <laughs> Massive wooden doors. Like, it's in some old church. The Skulls was the same way. You know that movie, The Skulls, with Joshua Jackson and Paul I Walker? Saw, I only saw, like, half the first one, I think. Oh, it's really good. It's, like, super good. Um, they made, I think, some sequels, but the first one is actually, like, pretty decent. Um, but, yeah, it's like that. It's, like, that was supposed to be Yale. But it's, like, it, this is, like, such a fancy dorm. And, of course, she has that roommate that usually is, like, banging random dudes. And, of course, she's just, like, I think during that time, was that during the same time where she is, like, so used to hearing her, like, moan and scream and have sex all the time that the killer's, like, in the room? Yeah, that was, like... I think that's what I have that as my best. I know this is going to sound weird. I have that as my best scene because it's the more horrific. That one's fucking scary. But it's awful as shit. Yeah. Yeah. When she's killed in that room and I wrote, okay, what legend is this though? Is this an urban legend? Yeah. That someone gets killed in the dorm room at the same time you're in there. Just like the writing on the wall in blood. The next morning says, aren't you glad you didn't turn on the light? oh that's that that's the urban legend of yeah oh fuck okay cool i didn't know about that one yeah uh, then i wrote of course fake suicide because she's like that's so terrible that like back in the day it was like when you were goth they had this like very specific like type like personality type oh yeah you couldn't you couldn't be into the music and just be chill you had to be like really disturbed and depressed and yeah, like right. how she was um obviously like just i was like she was like on tinder before tinder was a thing she was like posting like looking for people to hook up <laughs> other god yeah, people it was, it was like not only uh to hook up but it was like she wanted some kind of specific drug and i can't remember what it was oh yeah like lithium yeah because i think she had those pills where she yeah. was like you drop these yeah because she did she was doing like some farmies i think mm. um i wrote the journalist gets to the truth urban legend serial killer question mark i was like he seems oddly skeptical this is why i kind of thought it was him because he wasn't around when they first discovered everything and then of course like he just happens to pop up and like when he writes the the article so i was like maybe he's killing all these people because he needs stuff to write about and he's like this crazy writer and he like wants a story yeah like possibly um that's why i thought it was and then i was like oh wait you were right they kind of make it seem like it's a professor yeah not I, the i honestly wish like he had a little bit more role in it but the professor yeah but just yeah like i said earlier just to have like him being the iconic freddy krueger you know actor that he is just to have him like pop in there is is amazing I th- what I would have done with this, I would have taken out the guy who's like mopping the floors, 
oh, and him being kind of like, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, him being kind of like the weird, like kind of character off to the side being like, ask Wexler what happened in the massacre. I'm like, okay, you don't need to be here. And there needs right. to be a revelation where Wexler like tells them all what happened. Yeah. Like there needs to be like something like that. And I also am kind of curious how Wexler died. Like I know he's in the back of that car. Yeah. But yeah, we don't see it. So I'm kind of like, how did she have time to do all this? Like, this is, this is a lot. I wrote, okay, this is one of my favorite scenes. What? She had to have somebody else with her. Like, I thought there would be two killers. I I just think like logistically (laughs) there just would have been a connection. Billy's mother. (laughs) Billy's mother. (laughs) That's so funny. Um, And then I love here where they break into Wexler's office. This is Natalie and Paul now like on the case thinking that he did it. And of course you see all of these like elements of, like the axe, the, the the big coat that the guy wears. And I was like, same coat and axe. Oh no. Like that coat or similar was very popular back in the nineties. Yeah, totally. Everyone had one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Totally, totally. Um, and then I wrote, they go to the cops because obviously they get busted. They don't go to the cops. They get busted for breaking in his office and they think he's gone. We were talking about how he's like creepily behind the door. Yeah. <laughs> and then I wrote, so they're going to the, they go into the like Dean's office. Who's another, the Dean is a famous actor as well. And isn't he in like a really famous oh, yeah. uh, horror film? <laughs> We're not, this is another tagline. We are not ABC news people. We do, <laughs> we do research on the spot. Uh, we are not like, uh, let's see. John Neville is the guy who's in that oh he's in the x-files is he the guy that's the cigarette man no wait is he? i don't know i didn't watch x-files but he looks like that guy he was also in fifth element and like a bunch of other shit little women dangerous minds yeah x-files is his main thing but see i didn't watch x-files well, he was in fifth element too but he's english yeah but i think he it's probably maybe because he's in x-files that he was a big deal then Oh, yeah, that's not Yeah, like, that's super 90s. And it was huge, and I believe he was in... He's the well-manicured man, whatever that means in X-Files speak. I know that people are freaking out. He's in eight episodes. So, um, yeah, but that's super cool that he was in this as well. But he, like, the he's the dean, and he, like, tells them all, like, dismisses the the co- like public safety and the, the professor. And then we find out that Natalie has a record, y'all. Mm-hmm. and she's been on probation and uh what's his name jared leto has now been fired from the paper because they're just doing some crazy shit and i was like "Ooh, natalie has a record um i was like this is crazy we don't find out what it is yet then i wrote that sequence of rebecca gayhart swimming reminds me of that movie swim fan oh yeah uh, <laughs> um, uh jesse bradford and erica christensen okay yeah and i think shuri appleby from roswell the girl from Roswell. I'm pretty sure. Um, and then I wrote, oh my God, the reason why she had probation. Listen to this. Her friend, aka the girl who was killed in the beginning, which makes way more sense why she was killed when you get to later on in the story. She was doing the the other urban legend that I've heard when you peep when people like thing. Yeah, the high yeah. beam thing where they flash their lights or whatever. Um, and she just did it just to be like fucking crazy and stupid to a random person. And then when she like did a U-turn and started like doing this to this car, she ran them off the road and this guy died. 
that one, I I don't want to say it was the most popular because that sounds insensitive. Yeah, but but, um, but yeah, I've heard of that. I, one. I have heard that one. I think the most out of all of these. Yeah. Yeah, and I wrote okay, so that's fucking crazy that they got probation for killing someone for no reason. Like that's insane that she's like, yeah, they went lenient on us. I was like, yeah, so of course. And then I wrote, but why did they go to the same college? Like that was high school, right? Isn't this right. or have they yeah, been in school or was this during school? I thought it was in high school because she said like that was in high school. Like, high school like with the yeah the the beaming the high beam thing was in high school. Because they were on cheerleading together. I don't know why. I don't know the connection with college. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, why did they go to the same college? Um, that's fucking crazy. And then, of course, uh, the this is when you see the dean like walking to go to his car uh, in the parking lot. And then he gets fucking... I wrote, oof. He gets fucking slashed at the ankles. Yeah, that was awful. Holy shit. That was terrible. And then I wrote, oh my god, uh, the dean's... Uh, slashed ankles whoa and on that tire trap that was a gnarly death yeah where like she like did the car like put the car in drive and then it like ran over him and he was on that track i was like oh that's a bad one i've seen that in another movie or show but i can't remember exactly what it was with the tire trap like that yeah that like the spikes that come up and i wrote oh my god the stanley hall question again that what really happened to this massacre and they go to this frat party and they're playing Squirrel Nut Zippers. Remember that swing band? Yeah. <laughs> that was out. I was like, oh my God, Squirrel Nut Zippers. And then we got uh, Parker, Parker's dumbass, who runs to that, gets that phone call and it's like the dog in the microwave shit. Yeah. That was fucking scary. That's what I didn't, okay, that's what my, one of my pet peeves or what my dislikes of the movie was. So because of what we were talking about earlier, like everyone's like trying to outbeat Scream and Mm -hmm. scream and everything so this killer doesn't have a voice until this very moment oh that's right and it's like it's awesome it's it's original you know and then all of a sudden you hear this voice and i'm like dude why like this is a cop off scream like nobody's business yeah that's true with the phone call thing um i mean i get it. it 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 went for it but i don't know it could it could have been a, it could have like been written differently. Yeah, because it made no sense. Yeah, I didn't pick that up, but you did. <laughs> but I'm I'm super super glad that they did not show the killer putting a dog in a microwave. Oh, thank God! Right? Because like, that was no. that, that. I shed a tear every time I like see the microwave full of guts, and I'm just like, dude, that's Ew, awful. I know oh. it's so gross. And then, of course, he gets killed by Pop Rocks and fucking Drano, like, funneled into his mouth. That was another gnarly death I wrote. Oh, yeah. I was, like, gross. And then I wrote, not Tara Reid at the radio station. I was, like, (laughs) Rebecca Gayhart is going ham now. Like, she's just, like, after everyone. And I have to say, out of all the fashion notes, I do love Tara Reid's outfit in this episode, in this scene. She She has a good action scene here, a good chase scene. Uh, I think because she's like falling she's in the radio station she's doing all this stuff and she's like falling down the like over the balcony thing mm-hmm. like inside like she's really running she has those cool like 90s chunky boots on yeah and like a cardigan and like a slip like very Courtney Love I wrote that was in my oh. fashion notes but that was like the only like outfit that I really liked in there um, I thought that was really cool and then I said oh my god where's Rebecca Gayhart she just magically has disappeared now 
<laughs> we don't know where she is. And I said, she sounds like she does in Cruel Intentions when she's in the very beginning of Cruel Intentions where she's like, Mom, there's pictures of me on the internet. <laughs> she's like, her scream sounds exactly like that. Like, it, it, it sounds like Tara Reed. She has such a like distinct voice, which I think is really funny. Um, and we're going to do Cruel Intentions soon at some point. I, I, like I have to. It's so good. And then I wrote, um, what legend is this? Is this a legend where girls on like the radio station? Mm. Not that no, I've so this is a random one. Not that I've heard of, yeah. Um, and then I wrote, okay, so they all pile in, is it Paul's car? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then. Like, uh, Jeep. Yeah, yeah. And then this is when, like, Rebecca Gayhart, a.k.a. Brenda, like, just rolls up. And she's like, oh, my God, what's going on? And, like, Natalie's there. Paul's there. I'm like, we got to get out of here. It's fucking crazy. Uh, Tara Reid is gone. Like, Tara Reid's dead. And, of course, like, uh, obviously, Brenda's just like, well, like, what's going on? So they're all three together. And then I think they, like, stop at a gas station. And then the girls, like, get out. And then they find Wexler in the back. So they, now we think it's Paul. It's Paul, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh no. And I was like, oh, but the, the janitor guy is going to save her only to be run off the road. <laughs> I, like, I, mean, <laughs> I was like, this is crazy. It could have been like Loretta Devine. Like, why Janet? Why put the janitor in there again? Yeah, that again. Yeah, I did not need him. I don't know why he was needed because he didn't really bring anything to the story. At all. Um, and we found out that the professor was like the only survivor and this whole crazy shit uh, that happened in like the, the frat house. And then I wrote, uh, okay, so now they've been run off the road, which is insane. And she doesn't like, he doesn't get out of the car and she just runs back to campus. I'm assuming they're not that far from campus. Cause she's like run back to campus several times. Oh, so, I <laughs> they're like right outside the walls. It's like forest, I guess. It's like, the- uh, then I wrote, why are you going to an abandoned house and who had time to set these bodies up? Or the candles. <laughs> like, I mean. Yeah, the candles. This is when we were like, all Yeah, totally lit. Nothing burning down. All the bodies everywhere. I was like, who the fuck's doing this? How did she have time? This is like too much. There's and holes. <laughs> it was not way too many holes. And I wrote, Okay, then when you find out that it's actually Brenda, her eyes are crazy. Oh my god, I love it. I love her little, like, yeah. football, like, eye makeup, real fast, like, eye makeup underneath. Look mm-hmm. like little, like, football guys that do, you know, the street. Yeah, those, yeah, those things underneath. Um, you can her hair, don't know what I feel like, <laughs> I wrote a little note, her hair got, like, ten times as big. I know. I read that note that they said that they straightened her hair when she killed, when like she was supposed to be killing people. Because otherwise, you'd see her hair and you would know it's her. <laughs> you would know like she's the killer. Well, you saw like, all this hair under this hood. <laughs> and I was like, that's what I would look like. Like you would definitely know it was me. She looks fantastic at the very final end. I'm just like, she does. She looks great, and she's like Nancy down crazy. She is, and I wrote, oh shit, it's personal. <laughs> and then you find out that her boyfriend was the one killed that night when Natalie and her like bitch friend were like just goofing around. And she's like, you took him away from me. I was like, ooh, she has a point now. Right. <laughs> and then I wrote, yes, she does. She has like a real reason for revenge now that they like nothing happened to them and they just killed him and it was fine. Yeah. Um, and then I wrote, whoa. The kidney story is totally season four of Nip Tuck, which Rebecca Gayhart was in. Right? Oh my god! <laughs> I've heard this one. 
Yeah, isn't that crazy? Which I've also heard of this one about people getting passed out and like waking up with no kidneys, but it's um, not like an urban legend. I think that's actually happened. Yeah, that's just like a, a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, casually, that's just like a thing. That's a thing that happens. Be careful, people. Um, now you can't go anywhere anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, it says, I said, yes, Loretta to the rescue. <laughs> Of course she her name three times. She coming running. <laughs> I hope so. Like it's really funny. I was like, and I was like, so there's like this final face off. Like Paul is there, and Paul's trying to like woo Brenda. Like, hey, it's okay. Just put the gun down. Everything's gonna be fine. Blah blah blah. I was like, oh god. I was like, you're gonna die. And then Loretta, she gets slashed and I think shot. Yeah. At the same time, and then all of a sudden Natalie's got the gun, and uh, they're like, okay, what are you gonna do? Are you going to like kill her or whatever? I can't believe that she decides to shoot her instead of like subdue her and wait for the cops to get her and just arrest her. Yeah. Cause she's killed multiple people. Like this is not okay. Um, I was like, this is crazy. I was like, and then of course she shoots her instead of tying her up to give to the cops. And I was like, so then we think it's all over. And then of course she's in the fucking backseat. <laughs> And then they they have this insane gnarly crash, and I was like, "How the fuck would she survive this crash? Like, how? <laughs> um, she's superhuman." And I was like, "Then I love how it ends, and you see like all these kids sitting around telling this exact story, and then she's like, "No, that's not how it happened. I don't want to know how it really happened." Her hair in this. What? I don't like how they straightened out her hair. Either that, or it's like a really bad shake and go wig. Yeah, I think it's a bad shake and go because it's darker too. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, it's like a dark. She looks a little different, but she has that those eyes though, and she has that really round face. Yeah, her face is like really, really round. But yeah, it's cool. She has really like creepy eyes. You should see that she like I don't know, turn on. Did you see um pictures of her recently? Like her face no. a bit sunken in. And oh no, she's all right. She's definitely aged. I mean, she still looks like her. But just very yeah, she's fifty. She looks good. Withered. I don't know. Yeah, I know she looks good for fifty. <laughs> but yeah, she's got. She was married to Eric Dane, which is so okay. weird. I think she's separating from him. He's in that show Euphoria. I don't know if you've seen Euphoria. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I tried it like once, but yeah. he's also in Charmed. In the new version, um, he's Jason Dean as Charmed. No, in the old one. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, um, and I think he's on Saved by the Bell. Grey's Anatomy. He was in Married with Children. Like, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Oh, okay. But yeah, she's married to him. Oh, gotcha. I think they're getting divorced, but that's what it says. But yeah, um, so yeah, we so we reached the end. I was like, Brenda's there. So I'm assuming you said she's in the beginning of the next one. So it's like, yeah, it's a continuation. Because I I, I just haven't seen the the second one in so long but it is on amazon prime so for free no you gotta you gotta you gotta pay for it unfortunately uh to no. rent it because i i even rented uh this one it was well, like, yeah this was on uh was showtime yeah um but it was only like 3.99 so i was like okay whatever oh that's not that bad yeah um which i just i don't understand is that like for amazon prime subscribers like myself Mm-hmm. Why do you still have to pay for certain things? Especially, it's just like, like Netflix. Netflix. Like they don't have the license. I think they only have like certain licenses for certain months. 
I guess. And then it just gets taken to another thing. Like right now, Tubi, which I watch some stuff on, oh, it's yeah. like T-U-B-I. The, uh, Final Cut is on there for free. They oh. just have some ads, but I don't care. I mean, it's better than paying for it. I mean, that's like Hulu. It's, yeah, they have an app and they have an app for like the TV too, like the smart app or whatever. Like, oh, it's, gotcha, gotcha. yeah, it's super cheap. So, yeah, the sequel is on that if anyone cares to watch it. Um, do you have any fashion notes? All I have was that Tara Reid outfit when she, I, when I she dies that I really like. Um, Tara Reid's, uh, not her fashion per se, although I liked it a lot. Um, I noticed like her, her really shiny rhinestone butterfly necklace. Um, mm. that was, I believe fashionable for a lot of girls that I saw. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. and for those like extra flamboyant boys, diamond in the rough, if you will, like myself, diamond um, in the rough, <laughs> I didn't have one of those. Um, but you know, I mean, a lot of the, a lot of girls necklaces or women's necklaces had like animals or seashells that were like completely rhinestone blinged out. Um, and that's I, cool. I did have like um I saw a lot of like noodle strap halters. Mm-hmm. Really, um tight jeans. Um for the for the guys, there was a lot of like shirts with the the collar draped over like the sweater or jacket, um, which was the in thing. Um mm-hmm. Michael Rosenbaum's look, like you said earlier, um, was awesome. I loved it. It was very like laxed. Um there was a yeah, lot his of, was very lax, yeah undershirts with like button up shirts over them which like i told you earlier like i sported that look a lot um super was, 90s very uh pasty dawson's creek yeah definitely mm-hmm. um that's pretty much all i had what was yours um i just had that i love tara reed's outfit and i just wrote kind of boring late 90s fashion mm-hmm. i did like joshua jackson's layered long johns thing yeah i just happened to look up a um uh, an article on bloodydisgusting.com, which does like a lot of horror stuff, and they talk oh, about yeah. urban urban legends should be an inspiration to drag queens everywhere. What? <laughs> yeah, and there's a pretty amazing uh, article here where it talks about how drag queens should really study Rebecca Gayhart's climactic reveal and monologue because it's just so good. um yeah because i guess she's just super over the top but they have a really good yeah it's really good they have a good podcast they have one episode with rory culkin uh here where they're gonna talk they talk about yeah they talk about like scream four and stuff so um i don't know if you do you listen to their podcast i feel like you would Mm -hmm. oh okay yeah maybe check it out because they do like they're all about the horror shit really weird other than um yours i listen to um what does Justin listen to? It's like horror stories, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where they, like, tell stories. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Just, yeah, but they have a, a lot of good ones. Like, Bloody Disgusting's good. Uh, Charles is uh, really good. At, he knows a lot of them. There's there's one that he said uh, that he found yesterday on Spotify that's about erotic thrillers, and it's called You in Danger, Girl. Oh, my God, really? <laughs> and I was like, that's the best name for a podcast. Yeah, it's called You in Danger, Girl. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to that because it's all about, like, some of the thrillers that I've been covering with Charles is we're doing, like like, female empowerment and, like, uh, kind of thrillers like single white female and like uh, like all those movies so he's just he's like yeah i found one that's reviewing a lot of the some of the films that we talked about i think it's new but i'm gonna uh, check that out you yeah i want to check it out because the name is so good um yeah that's all i have for fashion do you have any music notes i don't have that many for that either i don't actually this is like um so i told you a while ago like i was a big avid um soundtrack collector 
Yeah. It could be the worst movie and um, a banging like soundtrack. Mm-hmm. But I didn't find I, I I didn't have this one. Sorry. Um Ooh, that's big for you. I know. <laughs> like because I had all the screens, I had like all the horror ones. Um but other than Paula Cole's song on there, I don't wanna wait. I there was like Total Eclipse of the Heart on there. By yeah, Heart I was gonna Heart. say. Um Spook Ship Babe. Spook Show Baby by Rob Zombie. Um, oh, that's the song. That's the song, yeah. Um, I think you said Manson was on there. Manson just had two posters on the walls. Oh, I don't think they played any Manson, song. but I think it was like he was a big deal. I, I think it was like he's their goth. It was in the radio station and it was in the roommate's uh, room. Oh, yeah. Side. Squirrel Nut Zipper song. Yeah, Squirrel Nut Zippers, yeah, and at the party. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, I just had Stabbing Westward. Uh, that song "Save Yourself" was like a. I think that might have been like featured on that soundtrack because I remember when that song came out, and that's about it. I wrote mediocre score, pretty much. You know, it was it was whatever. I wasn't that into it. Uh, what are your favorite scenes? My favorite. and some of your quotes. You have quotes too. I didn't. I didn't remember any like lines. I do. I only have a couple. Um, but my favorite scene was like my favorite scenes. I've got three. Um, the pop rock scene. Even though I don't like pop rocks, I feel like it was acted out very well. Um, yeah, it was really good. And then earlier, like I was, I was mentioning, like Tosh's like murder scene. I just in who is Tosh? Oh, sorry, the girl in the, the goth girl. Oh yeah, is that her name? Her, her name was Tosh. Yeah. Oh okay. Um, but in a set in a horror sense, I feel like that was like the better of the horror scenes. That was the only one, really. Yeah. So that we like that, saw her killing someone. Yeah. So that's why I say best scene. Yeah, um, that's the only thing I could think of. And then um, the third one was Brenda, Brenda's crazy scene at the end because, yeah. like, like you said, so over the top. She looks amazing, and she's just like, "Is it just me?" But she almost sounds like she's like more southern. She might like the she's way from she- Kentucky. Oh, okay. Because yeah. like she says doll and sugar or something like that, and I'm just like, yeah, she does okay. sound a bit more like Southern <laughs> crazy. Um, but my my three quote my, my three favorite quotes was that like when Brenda and Natalie are playing Bloody Mary in front of the campus door, mm-hmm. um, Damon comes up behind them and she goes, she's trying to wake the dead, Damon, not frat boys with badly grown facial hair. <laughs> oh yeah, that's pretty good. Um, and then when Sasha Tara Reed's character says. First, let me congratulate you on your choice of sexual activity because, sweetie, the world is not ready for you to produce. Oh, yeah. That was so pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> um, then my third one was when the dean uh, says to uh, Loretta Devine's character, after she tells him that Damon is missing, he goes, missing? He's not missing. It's the weekend. He's probably in a motel shacked up with a girl or a guy. Farm animal whatever oh yeah Farm and, like, and then she's really yeah. yeah and then he's like what you weren't 18 she's like not that kind of 18 <laughs> and then he gives him this, like scowling ass like diva look and i'm like well i mean why would a dean say this i was yeah that's definitely super weird that's like it's a weekend i don't give a fuck where the people are right. <laughs> like who cares it's like they're supposed to be living there all the time yeah that's so I, funny. I never had like the true college experience. Like I told you, like I went to what is it called? Montgomery College, like <laughs> community college. So it's almost like I look back in my life and I'm like, I wonder if 
I wanted this, uh, like regular college life or not. But like I said, I've seen way too many horror movies. This one specifically, I'm like, yeah, I'm glad I didn't go. <laughs> well, yeah, thankfully there was never anything like this on the campus that I was was in. But uh, yeah, <laughs> it's definitely kind of weird. But I definitely didn't go to a school that looked like this. Like this is a really pretty school and looks really small. Yeah, looks like it's like everyone lives on it's campus. Pretty, and... It's definitely pretty though because like the scenes, especially in the daytime, were just like mm-hmm. is like completely totally green and. Some more of those uh, campus aerial shots that we got in Scream 2. Basically. <laughs> where you see people, like, walking across the campus in, like, you know, like a, oh, yeah. a wide shot. Um, let's see. My favorite scenes, I have three, was Damon's death scene. I happen to really yeah, like a I lot. Like, like from beginning to end, that one's pretty good. Um, I like when they break into the professor's office. Like, I just like that scene, how he, like, uses the credit card, and he's like, oh, oh, wow. Look what happened. Oh, wow. Let's go in. I was like, damn. And I like all of his stuff that he has in there. He has like a record player. I like that little secret side office. That's pretty cool. Um, Let's see. And then also the same as you, Brenda's big reveal. Sorry, I went to fill up my cup of coffee. <laughs> oh, okay. So I guess Mikey doesn't care. Cool. No, no, no. Um, I'm <laughs> no, no. It's, it's totally cool. Um, no, did you hear mine? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So those are my three, and then yeah, oh, the big fun. reveal of Brenda at the end. Um, let's see. For I have two '90s moments. You had a good one with the Dawson's Creek one. Mine, crazy. I had. Yeah, that was a that was a good one. Mine, I had uh, the modem when she like picks up the phone and the the roommates on the internet. And oh, she's like, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I thought she was gonna yell at her because it usually breaks the connection. Yeah. Like usually you get thrown off, but she's like. She's like, ah, oh, this is my phone line too. And I was like, she's probably on the internet like all day. And back in the day when you like couldn't be on the phone, like couldn't talk on the phone and be on the internet at the same time. That's right, yeah. People don't I know the struggle. That. My mom and I had lots of uh, arguments over that. Yeah, I remember when I would be on the internet and then like it would cut off and I'd be like, mom, hang up the phone. Or she would like pick it up and then be like, sorry, <laughs> like screaming. Cause I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. Like, this is crazy. Can you imagine that now? I, yeah, no. God, I don't know. Kids just don't know. Then I wrote uh, dorm voicemails. That was another thing that was pretty popular back before I went to school before everyone had a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Like, like most people did, but they were like the very basic ones that you could like barely text on. Like you'd have to do that eye tap. Oh, so like people. Yeah. yeah. So people would leave dorm voicemails for people. Like if they came by. Like they would call, you know, and be like, "Hey, whatever." So we that's that was another thing because she was like checking her dorm voicemails and like her mom called, like Natalie's mom called. And like, Hi, how are you? Blah blah blah. Are you all right? And I also wanted to know since they said it was a suicide for her roommate, you know how they had that? It's not really an urban legend, but it's like a tale they tell where like if your roommate commits suicide, you get A's. What for the semester? Yeah, there was a movie. Like, do you remember that movie, Dead Men on Campus? With Mark Paul Gossler. I've never seen it. Or like, yeah, it was like about that. And it was like, I don't want to say it's like, it was like a rumor that like would go around that like, if your roommate committed suicide, you would get like A's on your, uh, your semester or something. I don't know. I mean, I just remember hearing about it and that's what that movie was uh, about. Let me see. That one's in 98. I mean, it says, um, I think that, I mean, it's real. like this film could have never come out now 
because uh, if I just read this description, it's just insane. It says, um, college freshmen Josh and Cooper are more interested in hitting the bottle than in hitting the books, and their poor grades are set to get them kicked out of school. Their only hope of passing is to find a roommate who will kill himself. That's because an oddball college code states that a suicide victim's roommates automatically get straight A's, but sharing a space with a lineup of lunatics proves to be drive both boys crazy. Like, isn't that insane? Like, it's it's so crazy. But yeah, it's totally a thing. Let's see. Are you there? Sorry, can you hear me? Yeah, now I can. Uh, that was weird. I didn't even press anything. Oh wow! Did you hear what I said? Yeah. Um, oh, so weird. Did have you? So you haven't seen? It's so weird. We don't know why we had dead air there. Sorry, yeah, yeah, that was that was very strange. Um, um, yeah. So Dead Men on Campus is like a really fucked up movie, which I haven't seen it either. Up, but I remember yeah. when it was coming out. Yeah, yeah, isn't that crazy? I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. it's a thing. It has Allison Hannigan in it too. That's- yeah, apparently. Yeah, it was like an MTV movie because I remember they they were promoting it all oh, the time on MTV. Like a movie release, like a theater release. I think so. Yeah, I think it had a. I'm pretty sure it had a um a theater release. Yeah, it says August twenty first, nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, it's so strange that so that yeah, movie got made. That's that summary alone. Like what? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I was like, oh, uh, what? Mm-hmm. That's kind of crazy. Like that shit can never be made now. I guess it made, yeah, at $14 million budget and it made 15 million altogether. Oh, wow. So it kind of made its almost just barely made its budget, but yeah. What, what are your nineties moments? Yeah. I mean, that's the only nineties moment that I had was the Dawson's Creek. Um, oh yeah. Um, Paul that was a good one. um, but no, I mean, listening to, to what you, what you had, I was like, Oh yeah, they are very nineties moments. Um, that's so true. But that's pretty much <laughs> yeah, that's oh, shit. Um Wait, fuck Mary Kill. Fuck Mary Kill. Um what would yours be? Who were the three? So the three, three? The three that I could we'll- think of was Paul, Parker, and Damon. Okay, yeah, let's do that one first. Um to remind everybody, Paul was Jared Leto, Parker mm-hmm. was Michael Rosenbaum. Rosenbaum mm-hmm. yeah. and David yeah. Joshua Jackson. Okay, now are we talking them as the men or them as their characters? Um, them as their characters. Okay, characters. All right. Yeah. Um, I would. Uh, I think I'd have to kill Damon. Okay. And I would marry Paul because he's like a journalist and he's pretty good. <laughs> He's pretty smart. I feel like he'll, and he's like super hot and I feel like he doesn't really know it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Parker. Yeah. I would just bang Parker. Cause he's really funny. Like he's cool. I just don't know if I'd want to be married to him for the rest of my life. I getcha. Yeah. I think I'd probably fuck Parker. Yeah. And kill Damon. What about you? I think I would fuck Paul. Marry Parker. Cause I don't know. Like, I mean, yes. He That's was, true. Yeah. And annoying, but I feel like we'd click. <laughs> yeah no it's cool they're there it's a hard choice uh, yeah it really is and then i would what does that leave me with oh um kill damon kill damon yeah 
Now, I would only kill Damon because of how he acted in the car. Otherwise, I don't care that he's a practical joker. But how he acted in the car with Natalie was, like, super fucked up. He got a little, like, crazy there. And I was like, no. Yeah. Like, not okay. Although, thinking about it, and like like we were talking about on the phone earlier, we don't see his face, but he has a hot body for, like, two seconds. Yeah, who is this you're talking about? Um, When Tasha's getting fucked um oh the dude the the actual dude that she's with yeah yeah so like i don't know he looks like he has a banging body so i don't know yeah it's no i don't want to add a fourth person (laughs) yeah i was gonna say we're now like we're trying to group it okay i'm gonna do the okay now i'm gonna this is my bad one yeah okay fuck mary kill professor wexler the the janitor and the gas station (laughs) No, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, you have to answer first because those are my three. I said the three, so you have to answer first. Uh, okay. Um, okay, because it's Freddy Krueger, I'd marry him. Mm-hmm. Um, the janitor, just because he's kind on the eyes. <laughs> um, oh, so you would fuck the janitor? I would fuck the janitor. And hey, I mean, it's a porn that it's a fantasy. So hey. it was not a porn fantasy until that's what you made it. <laughs> I love that. Like, I love that this is this was your. Um, this is not this my turned, baby. I love how this turned into a porn fantasy, but not the first three, <laughs> not the ones that you would think. Would. Right, I know. I'm- <laughs> Um, oh, I love it. Like the three weird, the three weird. All, 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 all the people listening is going to be like, "Get Mike off your podcast." <laughs> no, they won't. They won't. Too bad because you're sticking around. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that would leave me with the gas oh. station. You're killing him. I mean, yeah. he was trying to help. I know, but yeah, I'm going to hell for that. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Although, although, because... No, wait. That would be the actor. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. It's he not the actor. It's the character. Yeah, he doesn't... Yeah. He, does, he doesn't bring anything to the table. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't bring anything to the table. Okay. Um, okay, mine would definitely be Mary Wexler, because he's, like, intelligent and kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I definitely would kill the janitor. He just is really weird. He, he just seems kind of creepy. <laughs> what? I said he doesn't bring anything to the table for you. <laughs> no, he doesn't bring anything to the table. The gas station, uh, actually, the gas station attendant is actually like, he thought of a really good plan to keep that guy out, that's, supposedly. That's like, he, like, chained the door. He had the, like, it was a fortress in there, except for a window. <laughs> like, except for, like, probably the killer throwing shit through a window. Yeah, but but makes, the killer would have stayed in the car anyway. It makes me think, also, like, what else has he been doing if he's been that smart? <laughs> that's true, yeah. Like, what is his real game plan? Maybe she right. was right to mace him. <laughs> I've seen many horror movies, goddammit. I, I know, right? Oh, man, good one. Well, we have, uh, yeah, I totally forgot to say at the top of the show, but like and subscribe and like give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. This was super fun. I don't know what we're going to do next. I think but it's going to be fun. Or do you oh, I do want to do Cruel Intentions. No, we're going to do another scary one. Um, so I'm going to throw this out there and you can tell me no. But Ooh, um, this one. I, I love Trick or Treat. 
What is that? It, it's a it's a vignette of of horror. Uh, is it nineties though? Oh shit. Yeah, man, we're nineties all the way, dude. Oh, yeah. Halloween special. <laughs> no. No, okay. The Halloween special, I we should okay, we should do a Halloween special, but we won't tell anybody what it is yet. Uh, well, I, I should I should take a poll actually of uh when is Halloween this year? So it can come out on Halloween. Thirty first, I believe, is a Saturday. Yeah, I think it's a Saturday. Yeah, okay, cool. Two thousand seven. Never mind. What trick or treat was two thousand seven? Oh mind. yeah, oh that's super. Yeah, that's too recent. Um, but we'll think of one. We won't tell people yet. Okay, we'll we'll talk <laughs> about it. Oh yeah, Hocus Pocus is pretty good. You know, that's on the short list. It's a, it's a perfect like Halloween. It is pretty good. That's a short list one. I think that's on the list anyway, like oh, okay. to do even not during uh, Halloween, but we totally can. Yeah, if you want to. Um, they're actually, um, I read yesterday that they were doing a virtual Halloween um, show on like ABC or something. And, oh, okay. Um, all three of those actresses, they're coming to portray their characters from Hocus Pocus. Like they're. Oh, Hocus cool. The event. Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, that's very fun. Well, supposedly talks of a sequel that's coming to Netflix. That's oh, all. no. So. Well, with the three originals or? Yeah, yeah no, no. Oh, okay. That's three cool. Okay. It's like no reboots. I, think I still haven't watched the craft trailer. Um, oh, for the I'll, craft. I'll <laughs> yeah, I have to watch it. I'll watch it. I'll watch it after this. <laughs> I just, I'm like, no. It's blasphemous, but they have a few nods to the original in the trailer. So, so I'm curious to see what the whole film like how close or is it just completely different? It's probably completely different. I mean, it's probably like that. It's a relic or something. Like, oh, remember this girl who used to go to the school, who was like into this. The movie's called The Craft Legacy. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I'm kind of curious. I know you'll watch it, and I can ask you. There we go. Cool. <laughs> Do that. I might well, uh, movie, but. I was like, yeah, you might be like, oh, it's kind of good. And then I'm like, oh, sucks. Well, on that note. <laughs> yeah, on that note, uh, thanks for tuning in and listening. And uh, yeah, we'll see you on the next one very soon. Peace. Bye. Bye.